Hi, I'm Ryan Rock, your SBA 7A and 504 Loan Specialist, Small Business Owners Advocate, and your host for this podcast, SBA Loans and What You Need to Know. In this podcast, I will simplify the SBA loan program and make it easier for current and future small business owners to gain access to capital you need to acquire, strengthen, and grow your small business. Let's get started. Hi. First off, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I just want to say I love the SBA loan program. I feel blessed to be a small part of it and be able to help so many business owners and future business owners across the country achieve their dreams. In this podcast, I wanted to help inform, empower, and possibly motivate borrowers that are contemplating possibly getting an SBA loan. I wanted to do this by first addressing five common misconceptions that I'm continuously running into during this journey. I'll count them down from five. Misconception number five. A lot of individuals think that there is a process, a complicated process, to be eligible or qualify for an SBA loan, and that's simply not the case. In most cases, if you are 1% owner all the way up to 100% owner of a business, most likely 95% of the time, 98% of the time, you are eligible for an SBA loan. Now, how much of an SBA loan will depend on uh, a couple of other things that will be attributed to the actual business, but your eligibility as far as receiving an SBA loan, 95% of the time, if you're a business owner, any percentage, the answer in my experiences has been yes, you are eligible and you, you would qualify for an SBA loan. There are some businesses with some SBA eligibility restrictions off the top of my head. If the business is involved in gambling, that would render the business ineligible. If the business is a lender, it would also be considered ineligible. And also if it were involved in illegal activity, that would make the business ineligible as well. It's always a good idea to ask the specific lender you may be applying for the SBA loan with just to confirm that they are comfortable lending on that specific business. However, to address the misconception that I often hear about in there being a complicated process to be eligible or qualify for an SBA loan, that is not the case. Most likely, if you are one to 100% owner of a business, you are eligible for an SBA loan. This brings us to misconception number four on my list, Remember, we're counting down from five, and this is that SBA loans don't need to meet credit standards because they're SBA loans. This is simply not the case. Your SBA loans are still going to meet credit standards and have the same credit criteria as many other loans. Although it may vary from lender to lender, some of the credit criteria that are used often to receive approval from the lender are, and I know a lot of lenders like to refer to the five C's. However, I like to simplify it for the business owners because you're not bankers. So uh, I like to say point two boxes you need to check in order to receive approval. And the three C's I like to refer to are cash flow, competence, 
and collateral. In that order, cash flow. This is going to be primarily based off the business's tax returns. What is the business's income after all expenses? Competence. This is the ability to be able to successfully or efficiently do something. You should prove to the lender that you can successfully run this business. Collateral. This is simply real estate collateral. The good news is, is that it's a sliding scale and you don't necessarily have to have all three. This is also my simplified version of what I like to call the three simple C's to achieve SBA loan approval or drastically increase your chances, that is, of receiving SBA loan approval. The more you have of one, the less you have to have of the other. The more you have of all three, the better. I bring up the three simple C's for a couple of different reasons. One is to address the fact or the misconception that SBA loans don't need to meet credit criteria or be as credit worthy as other loan products. This is not the case and I wouldn't want a borrower or a business owner to think that going into the application process. Another reason is that this brings us into another misconception that I wanted to address. Misconception number three on my list, counting down from five, is SBA 7A and or 504 loan programs are the perfect loan programs for true business startups. In my experiences, this has simply not been the case. True business startups have been the most difficult SBA loans to actually receive credit approval for. When I say true business startups, I'm referring to a business that has not previously been in existence. So now I'll go into two reasons why in my experiences and in speaking to many others in the SBA industry, these have been the most difficult to receive credit approval for. The first reason is we spoke about the three simple C's, cash flow, competence, and collateral. True business startups are the least likely to have any of these three. Cash flow, it hasn't been in existence, so it doesn't have any tax returns, which are the best way to prove the business has historical cash flow. Competence, it's more difficult to prove that you can successfully run a business that has not been in existence. For example, it's a lot easier to say I can continue running this restaurant because I have already successfully run it for 10 years. You don't have um, that convenience when it is a true business startup. Three, collateral. It is simply less likely for the business to have real estate collateral prior to its existence. Again, collateral is not a make or break for an SBA loan approval, but the loan is considered stronger if you have real estate collateral. Enough of the bad news. The good news is you can help offset some of the challenges of receiving SBA financing for a true business startup by one, simply investing in a franchise that helps mitigate the uh, risk or challenges and two, simply purchasing a business that has already been in existence and there are plenty of them out there. Well, if you like that, 
I have some more good news. The second reason why the SBA 7A or 504 loan program might not be the perfect loan program for your true business startup is simply due to the fact that it may not be the easiest way to get you the capital you're looking for. If you're an entrepreneur or a business owner and you're requesting a loan amount less than $250,000, oftentimes many lenders will redirect you to a different loan program such as a line of credit that ultimately makes it easier for them to process, easier for you to apply for, and simply a faster way to get you the capital that you're requesting. This brings us to the second most common misconception about the SBA 7A and 504 loan program that I run into. That SBA loans take six months to a year to close. Thank goodness this is not the case. I won't spend too much time on this, but SBA loans should take approximately 45 to 60 days to close from the time the applicant turns in the initial loan applications until funding. Now, I know some people may have received SBA loans in the past many, many, many years ago, and it may not have been a good experience, but trust me, the SBA loan program and the process has evolved since then. I personally have closed several SBA loans in under 30 days. Now, I have also seen some loans actually take six months to a year to close, but these would serve as exceptions that had unique challenges to these individual loans that caused them to do so. Again, your average SBA loan, if I was trying to manage a borrower's expectations properly, I would advise them to expect the loan process to take from 45 to 60 days to close. This also should not be affected by the specific loan amount that is being requested. The 45 to 60 day timing estimate applies the same to a $250,000 SBA loan request as it does for a $5 million SBA loan request. This brings us to the most common misconception about the SBA 7A and 504 loan program that I run into. That borrowers need to make a ton of money in order to qualify for an SBA loan. Now, what some consider a ton of money may not be what others consider a ton of money. But on a broad scale, a good amount of business owners that I speak with assume they need to make a lot more money than they actually do in order to qualify for an SBA loan. So let's talk numbers and see if you actually agree with this last misconception. If you were to apply for an SBA loan for $1 million to buy a building, how much profit do you think that business would need to make after paying off all expenses and debt? The answer, approximately $90,000 a year. What about if you wanted to buy a building for $500,000? You guessed it, $45,000 a year. Now, if you were purchasing a business that did not include the real estate, for example, a franchise restaurant or a dental practice that was renting out the building, your amortization period or 
the time in which you had to pay back the loan would shorten from 25 years to 10. So this $90,000 would then qualify you for approximately a $500,000 business loan. Hopefully these numbers get you a little excited and help clarify some things for you. Hopefully you're realizing you do not need to make a ton of money to qualify for an SBA loan. Thank you for listening to this podcast, SBA Loans and What You Need to Know. I'm your host, an SBA 7A and 504 Loan Specialist, Ryan Rock.